Rian, are you have you have you continued your uh, new game of um, coming up with specific intros for the for each I film? I am indeed. Here we go. Oh, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I am Thomas Cruz. And I am AI generated sidekick Rian Holmes. I'm going to do anything about a dog. Well. Give me a second. <laughs> Rian, this comes out in four months. We're all going to be dead by then because AI will have taken over. <laughs> that sounds rough. Best in show. <laughs> Best in show. Um, again, I gave you... What was it? I gave you uh, my list of the decades lists and said pick a decade and you said the 80s. And then you said, uh, and then I said, pick a film. And you chose This Is Spinal Tap. And then I said, okay, let's do all, all four good Christopher Guest movies. Um, we have now done This Is Spinal Tap and Waiting for Government. And now this is our third best in show. Um, again, same lineage as um, Waiting for Government, directed by Christopher Guest, uh, written uh, by, who's <laughs> get so bitchy, written by Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy. Um, actually, they drafted. They had a 16-page long uh, outline, and then the majority of the film is, of course, improvised, as is the case. Pages. Wow. Well, I guess, you know, these are the flex, these are the swans. I want to know this. Who comes up with the characters? I feel like they form just of their own accord. I don't know whether they have like certain groupings that they think are going to work well. Mm. At least with like I feel like at least with the core characters like the returning um players mm. they can just let them run wild. I think for for obviously, you know, you've got your Jane Lynch, Jennifer Coolidge, like mm. I feel like certain dynamics needed to be created for them from the offset but the others I feel like they just put them on set and went and have fun is this is this the first big Jane Lynch thing other than I mean obviously obviously we all know that she plays one of the doctors in the Harrison Ford movie The Fugitive we all remember that but is this the first time that we're seeing like funny Jane Lynch let's have a look well she... yeah because it, it um it surprised me how young she looks in this and how kind of... Well, she was born in 1960, so she is 40 years of age here. Um... <laughs> I almost said... She was in your favourite film. It's not the case. <laughs> Fatal Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> the, yes, the parody, yes. Um, oh, my God. No, this can stay in. I was going to pause. Rian... The girl who I was was with and it didn't really work out loved Basic Instinct. How am I going to find another woman in my life who enjoys Basic Instinct? How are you going to find Basic another Instinct? mentally disturbed woman to indulge <laughs> all of your whims? That was Basic Instinct. She really enjoyed it. Jane Lynch was in Space Chimps. That's a lyric. <laughs> Jane Lynch was in Space... I, I liked New Game. 
Taylor Swift lyric or Matt Healy lyric? Is is Jane Lynch was in Space Chimps more one one or the other? Again, dating oh. this. This comes out six months from now. <laughs> Matt Healy, absolutely. Do you like Jesus. Matt Healy? I love the nineteen seventy five. Not what I said. <laughs> I despise Matt Healy. Why are you trying to give him like formality? Matthew Healy. <laughs> his name is Matt. He's a grown man. And what's his mother? Denise Welsh. Yes. Yeah. The loosest of the women. The loosest woman, yes. Um Hello, I'm Denise Welsh. The loosest woman. Um <laughs> the most dangerous game. Um Best in show. Uh, often referred to as the best of the Christopher Guest movies. Can I just say right now, no. Waiting for government <laughs> is waiting for government is so much funnier. Okay, this we're on the same excellent. page. But then is that is that biased of us coming from a, a theatrical background and and see and seeing kind of the grandiose of people people like yeah, yeah. the amateur production is like gonna win a Tony. And finding it funny, not just because of that, but because we know people like that. Yes, but no, no, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> I'm not a huge rock music fan, but I still, you know, obviously there is unconscious bias with waiting for government, obviously, obviously. Mm. Any, any, anything inside an amateur dramatic, uh, yes, okay, I'll allow you that. But also... I just think, just pound for pound, I think Waiting for Government is just that little bit funnier. Yeah, I would agree. In fact, I'd say this one is probably lowest on my list thus far. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like as you say, pound for pound, like, I think jokes were more... There, there was there was a, a bigger breadth of of, like, little gags Whereas I was pausing to write down jokes when I was when I watched Waiting for Government and Spinal Tap. I had to yeah. pause. I literally was pausing. Best in show, I never paused. Apart from when I, when it came to writing down the lyrics for um uh so the two Terrier songs. Yeah. Um which we will get to in musical <laughs> moments. Oh yes. Musical moments, I like that. It's best sound, best soundtrack corner. Of course, yeah. But I like musical moments. Well, um, soundtrack corner doesn't feel applicable to this. <laughs> it's hardly a score. <laughs> I've got three songs written down, and one of three. them is the lullaby. Oh right. They buried Barbara in the old churchyard. Did Tony ever make you do the rose, 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 red um, exercise? Uh, no, I heard about it. We sang Paper Doll instead. We also did Paper Doll. You're not, you're not, you're not original. I didn't think I was. He's been rehashing the same bloody curriculum for fifty years. Oh, I hope this isn't an Angela Lansbury situation. Poor Will railing into Angela Lansbury. When does the episode come out? Four months later. I love Tony James. <laughs> we all love Tony James, and I love Angela Lansbury. Um, Will, however, hates Angela Lansbury <laughs> <laughs> and would say so often. Um, right. Uh, best in show. Are you a dog lover? 
do I out okay I've done it now because I didn't instantly answer yes I am neutral to dogs I will say mm -hmm. I prefer the little ones Good. but I think because I wasn't a dog owner growing up I don't have that spiritual bond that I see with a lot of people and dogs I wouldn't stop in the street I also don't have a dog voice which I've discovered really um sets me apart from the rest of society I was walking with um my flatmate and someone had a dog and my friend immediately bends down and starts like conversing with it like oh and I I felt like I was in a business meeting I was like hello Nice to nice to meet you. I didn't have I couldn't put on a voice. Are you trying to pitch a, a second like sketch of the Kristen Stewart can't talk to kids thing, but with dogs? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's how I felt. Um, and it's been really hard for me to admit this um, in certain circles without <laughs> you know people thinking that I'm deranged. But no, I think. I don't hate dogs. I don't. I'm not obsessed with dogs. However, this this made me feel um, a type of way. Not vindicated. Vindicated is the wrong word. I started treating it like a reality show. I got invested. Oh yeah. And I think as well, like, I mean, these these movies are timeless, but because real life like reality TV has become so parodical of itself. Sometimes I'm, I'd be watching it and there'd be a lot of gags, but I would treat it as, oh, these people are real. Oh, yeah. It's a testament to the performances. It's a testament to the level, the quality of improvisation that we're dealing with. Um, well, well, yeah, th those two things. It does feel completely, completely real. And as much as we're seeing Eugene Levy again, and as much as we're seeing Fred Willard again, as much as we're seeing Catherine O'Hara, as much as we're seeing a lot of repeat faces, feel completely different characters. And yeah. and it, you know, it's not just a different haircut and braces when it comes to Parker Posey. It's a whole new uh, persona. And then, um, yeah, I, I mean, looking at guests across all four films that we're going to do, and even just looking at O'Hara across three, we're not doing for your consideration. Although I might, mm, do we do we do? I don't know. I'll see how I feel. Um, fair consideration is the weakest. Um, we're still pretty good. Mm. I'll see how I feel. Um, yeah, I think it's that it's that thing that I think it was Brian Cranston said it on a podcast where he's like, you have to wholeheartedly believe as the character that what you're saying isn't funny, in order for it to land as funny. And I think that's like they strike such a good balance of playing these jokes, but as if like there's there's nothing out of the ordinary about it. Have you ever seen a bad improv group? Yes. Yes. I can't stand when they burst out little thing, when they burst out laughing whenever the game finishes. I don't know what it is, but you know, like, oh, oh my god, I've got a pillow. <laughs> okay, end the game. <laughs> it's just these little things that really annoy me. And I don't now 
again, I've done a, done a mockumentary. I've done an improvised mockumentary. And the minute we cut, or sometimes I laughed in the take, or people laughed and I had to cut around it. But there is something about any time an improv game ends, it's like, oh, 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 the place is on fire. <laughs> okay, end the game. <laughs> and yeah, they all it's, suddenly it's start laughing. It's it's self-indulgent. I have I have a, a fear of um of going to an improv show blind because I love it done right. But the moment I think that people aren't on board or they're starting to tank or they're getting nervous, I get the sweats. Rian, I had the great, great, great joy of watching in Philadelphia an improv group. And one of the games was, um, it was called Party Guest. And you would come to the party. And Christopher Guest was there. <laughs> yeah, Lord Hayden Guest, yes. And ja I'm Jamie Lee Curtis. This is my husband, Christopher Guest. And... <laughs> and you would come in and you'd be like, oh, welcome to my party. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Robin's in the car. And you'd have to guess who these people were. And obviously, you'd be like Batman. And this guy was Patrick. SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Patrick. And this poor woman just <laughs> didn't get it at all. And this game went on for so, so, so long. She started having a panic attack, she started crying because she didn't know who Patrick was. And this guy is stood there like a starfish going, oh, oh, my pants are a different size to my friend. And like, oh, there's, oh, oh, I, there, oh, I'm really looking forward to that Irish holiday that's my name. And this woman was just like, I I don't I I don't know. Was uh, she an audience member? No, was she was a member of the troupe. <laughs> and that's that's the show. That's the that's the mockumentary we I should do. write. Bad bad improv group. Will it feel like I'm specifically aiming it at that ex who is who I had to sit through a bad improv? That is the best acting I've ever done. Did you did you like it? It was really funny, darling. Yeah, it was really it was really funny. I thought you you know I thought it was uh, no it was enjoyable. You know it's not. Oh, so it's it was not her funny. idea to take you on a date to an improv. No, I'm talking about the other ex who was in an improv group. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, no, I completely agree. This is what we're doing. Bad improv group. <laughs> Do I cut this out? No, it's we're so keeping better. it in. There's layers to it. Yeah. Um, are you willing to get an awful, the worst haircut I've ever seen? <laughs> you know this is going on the internet. Nobody watches this. <laughs> you, you called you called my last ex mentally disturbed, and I know you were referring to basic instinct. <laughs> nothing uh, else. Nothing else. Um, no, that's TMI. Okay, we move on. Uh, I'll tell you after. Funny story. Um, best in show. Um, I love dogs. I didn't have a dog because uh, my mum, as my mum's dog Tina, got ploughed by a lorry, and it was like really sad for her as a kid. And she I'm was so like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Sarah." It's all right. It's all right. You know, rest in peace, Tina. Um, <laughs> that's dated you. <laughs> that's dated. Yeah, this goes out four months later. 
Oh my god, we went on holiday. Another tangent. That we, I was on holiday with with the with with, with, with the lady friend, and we we it was the day Tina turned the night Tina Turner died, and it came up on her phone, and she went, "Oh my god, Tina Turner's died." So we asked the entertainment host, this Spanish lady, who had the big screen up, and she was like, "I'm sorry, Tina Turner's died. Can you would you be able to put a song on or something?" And she went, "Yes, yes, yes," because she is so strong. And 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 she apologized to me and then went because her husband was awful. I'm sorry. Her husband was awful. It's like I know that Ike Turner was an abusive, horrible man. You don't have to apologize to me. And then she paused the quiz. Sorry, she hadn't started the quiz yet. And she puts on Proud Mary. And it's the longest version of Proud Mary you've ever she is yeah. literally going, Well, taking nice. <laughs> and easy boom, boom, <laughs> and it, it, it's the I've heard it, that version. it's so long and there's this drunk asshole at the back going this question one <laughs> what's the question the lady friend is giving me arthritis squeezing my hand saying if he does if he says it one more time I'm going to say something. Just, he's just drunk. He doesn't know that she's dead. And then this Spanish woman keeps turning it down after every three minutes because it's been going on so long, this video, going, <laughs> we're playing it because she's such an important woman. She had an awful life, but she is strong. And now she is dead, so we're going to respect her. <laughs> it's great. You couldn't it's... write it. That was brilliant. It was great. Um, no, your Spanish accent could use some work. but uh, My Spanish accent is uh, very good. Uh, I'm really good at doing Antonio Banderas and Evita. Have you watched Evita, Rian? No, but I've seen Puss in Boots. Um, Puss in Boots. I went on a Puss in Boots ride in Universal Singapore, and he does the voice, and he's like, "Oh no, the back!" <laughs> it's like, and he's like, "Here goes the cork," because you're a you're a you're a champagne cork popping. That's how you're going quickly. And he's like, "Here goes the cork." And I um, drinking champagne, it's just, it's just unrealistic. It's, just, it's not, it's not good at all. Can we agree on one thing before our first break? Even though we haven't talked about the film Best in Show, how awful are cats? Um, I mean they're a lot less agreeable. <laughs> um, again, I'm indifferent because I never had a dog or a cat. I had feral rabbits. I think that's a line from Basic Instinct. <laughs> feral rabbits. Uh, yeah, we had feral rabbits. Um, one of them died, and then one of them, I was told, was taken to an animal sanctuary when, in actual fact, my dad just released her into the wild. Bear in mind, she was a white rabbit with a single brown stripe, no natural camouflage. Um, so if I had to guess, she was probably picked off by a falcon within the first two minutes of being there. We don't get falcon. Do we get falcons? Is that what happens to rabbits? Probably. I don't know. It's a treat. <laughs> a house rabbit just frolicking around. Um, what was the name of these dead rabbits? And we'll we'll rest in peace them before this uh, first. Uh, Are you break. ready? I'm ready. I came up with these names when I was twelve. Um, so the white one was called Fifi. That's fine. What? And nothing to be embarrassed the other about. One was called Rashim. <laughs> Rashid or Rashid 
Rasheen, the Irish name. Oh, right. Not Felissa Rashid. Not Felissa Rashad. <laughs> What's her no. name? Is it Felissa Rashad? Felissa Cosby Show. That's Felissa Rashad. Yes. Um, okay. We'll be uh, <laughs> we'll be back to uh, talk about this. Happens sometimes. It's fun. Uh, we'll be back uh, to talk about the actual film. Uh, best in show momentarily. Okay. Uh, best in show. Minor box office success for an independent film as its type. Um, very successful and um, was a huge critical hit. And yeah, as I say, a minor commercial hit. Um, where do you want to start? Do we go? Uh, I don't know what to do. Bad podcasting. Um I've got here the Wikipedia that has the dogs. Should we just start with the dogs and go from there? Yes, let's. Uh, <clears throat> so we have... Um, it says here, Can Chi. What? Oh, oh, right. Okay. Okay, here we are. Okay. So all have earned the title champion, indicating they have qualified for a championship. So... Uh, can chair means that they're they've all been champions at the Canadian Kennel Club Championship. Uh, these are the real dogs. Um, we don't care about the real dogs' names. Uh, we have Beatrice. Uh, I don't know why I was surprised to learn that they're actually championship winning dogs <laughs> and not just like really good dog actors. Yeah, no, I guess they have to be, they have to be good dogs. Um, Let's go bit by let's go character by character then instead because I'm getting confused with the dogs. Um... <laughs> it's also overwhelming. To celebrate Halloween 2022, former victorious castmates Ariana Grande and Elizabeth Gailas um, paid homage, Gillies, uh, to Best in Show by recreating several scenes from the movie in which they each dressed up as multiple characters. After shooting in May, the results were then posted to Instagram and drew praise from Jennifer Coolidge. Ariana Grande. Best we, in show. Can we do like a, a cutaway? Uh, no, that's... Roll the tape. Uh, it's too much editing. Rian, please. Uh, okay. No, it, they, they didn't dress up as multiple characters. They dressed up as... As Christy, as Christy, as Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge. That's, That's incredible, it. Incredible, though. Yeah. Do we think Ariana Grande has actually seen the film? Yes. Okay. Was that mean? Was that too mean to Ariana Grande? Future Glinda. You didn't ask if if Elizabeth Gillies had seen the show. Elizabeth Gillies has definitely seen it. Um, we were victorious. Broadway veterans. Elizabeth Gillies is a Broadway veteran. Um, yeah, they were both in thirteen the musical. Oh, they, right. are, they are playing the character, all the characters. Here they are, uh, as Eugene and Catherine. On on Instagram dot com. Are you sending it? No, to on me YouTube. On YouTube. Oh, YouTube is a bit of a st you right. You enjoy that for a minute. Um. Okay. Right. Um. Let's start with the flex because they're the first ones that have come up on on Wikipedia dot com. Um. Eugene Levy is, and Catherine O'Hara. As uh, as uh, Jerry and Cookie Flag. Uh, before we begin, 
should there be some sort of order here? Do you have a particular least favourite couple? And should we build up to a favourite couple? Um, um, sure, yeah. Um, least favourite? Well, let me pull up the cast so I'm not mm. misnaming anyone. <laughs> but I, know, I do know off the top of my head. I'm just going to go on a limb. As much as I still find them funny, not the biggest Swan fan, not the biggest Hamilton and Meg Swan fan, Parker Posey and Michael Hitchcock, find them very funny, but they're probably my least favourite. Oh, interesting. I would have said Scott and Stefan. Oh, Rian, I can't, I'm not doing this argument. Please don't waste 10 minutes here. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, like, nothing against them. It's the same um, line of, of arguments as you just oh, used. Oh, good, good, good. They're very, very funny. Just someone's got to be at the bottom. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm Fred Willard now. <laughs> Somebody's got to be at the bottom. Someone's got to be at the bottom. And that, that is a thing, apparently, in gay sex. Uh, so <laughs> they tell me. Um, and uh, do you have gay dogs? Is that a thing that you can have? Um, I don't. I don't exactly quite know. Um, I, I guess you do have pheromones. Um, it could be a thing. <laughs> um, okay, fine. Uh, let's talk about the swans first because they're my least favorite. Um, enjoy, very enjoyable. Again, very enjoyable. Uh, Christopher Guest wrote down in a book years before catalogue people as an idea um and then obviously that becomes this and they're both sharing the same j crew catalogue and they met in different starbuckses but uh across from each other and they were both working on their macs i just love the braces as well real like, braces parker posey put braces. in re parker posey put in real braces <laughs> yeah um that's incredible i, mean, I was wondering that yeah, Robert De Niro bust up his teeth for Cape Fear, you know. So, um, don't know, don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, that's just true. Um, use braces after that. Yeah. Um. And uh, what else, mate? Uh, yeah. Then fine. Then let's talk about you. Uh, okay. So there's the swans. Yeah. Fun. Fun. I think it is an an all round winning cast. I don't think there is a. I don't have a, I have one what's the change, but it's not really, you know, I, I don't have a what's the change of get rid of these people. These aren't funny. Yeah. Uh, everybody's funny. Everybody's great. Everybody's well cast. And again, they shot over six hours of footage. And again, it's that incredible tight 87 minutes. No, tr no fats. Flies by. You're the queen of things need cutting. Did this, you're not going to come out with a hot take, are you? This is another perfect 87 minutes. No, no. Um, it was it was perfectly concise. There are, there were actually things, like, I think, I guess, I didn't have changes written down, but I suppose off the top of my head, it would be things that I'd like to see more of, if anything, yeah. rather than less. Yeah. No, it's always the case. Um, and then we've got, uh, oh, sorry, can we talk about, Christopher Guest as Harlan Pepper. Funny and nice and lovely. Criminally underused, I felt. Yeah, really quite under yeah. I think 
maybe he was self-conscious. Sure. After being corky and after taking the major role, quote-unquote, and being the lead, maybe he did just want to step back a little bit this time. Yeah. That's the thing. It's difficult because this was such an ensemble piece. It didn't feel like any one couple... Yeah like were the main couple and yet I almost kind of wanted there to be like yeah maybe this is missing a corky um <clears throat> by virtue of them winning I guess the flex do become kind of center based but not really yeah I suppose yeah because they were like the underdogs almost mm. they had they faced the most adversity <laughs> which the, will lead me the to underdogs my really. favorite moments. Yes, I know it was deliberate. Okay, good, good. You didn't react, so I thought, I thought is she really said that? Trick the the rule of comedy, as Brian Johnson says: never let yes. them know that you think you're funny. Um, Sherry Ann and Jane Lynch. Sorry, <laughs> this is the problem with these episodes: is that I sometimes go in and out of character name. Um. Jennifer Coolidge is Sherry Ann Cabot and Jane Lynch is Christy Cummins. Um, let's talk about Jane Lynch. We both... Just wonderful. We both have a love of Glee. We do. Um, for, for our sins. Um, is this... The, this taps into a Lynch uh, that lacks the um, anger and violence of a Sue Sylvester, uh, but none of the firmness that a Jane Lynch can offer. Um, she's got she's got verve, which is not a word that I throw around lightly. She does have the pantsuits of a, of a Sue Sylvester um, yes. and the formal wear. Um, I, I, do, I do wonder like, what kind of movie it would have been if she had been that kind of like straight laced like titan being like these dogs are all mangy idiots yeah like if she if she had had a dog that was like her cheerios you know she was gonna take <sighs> the big leagues that could have been interesting maybe that could have been not good. her but like a character who who was that yeah you know if it wasn't Jane Lynch, though, I would have, <laughs> I would have constantly been saying, "Why isn't this played it by Jane Lynch?" Yeah. Um, but uh, no, and I and I love this budding lesbian relationship with with Jennifer Coolidge and uh, Jennifer Coolidge's Sherry Ann, uh, unwitting. Just well, are you hiding a secret Jennifer Coolidge impression, Rena? Are you ready to? Have you do you have you watched have you watched the White Lotus yet? I haven't. Um, but Jennifer it's Coolidge great. has such a special place in my heart. From um, I, I mean, a lot of little girls will agree. A Cinderella story. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, and of course, Legally Blonde. I guess. Yeah, Paula. I think that that's the that's the yeah. Keeping the dog, asshole. <laughs> Very good, Rian. Thank Very you. good. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not usually out here picking out. That's not You're good. Not very pretty. You're not yeah. very bright. Glad we heard this talk. Have you watched Drop Dead Gorgeous? Not Jennifer Gillish, but it's another mockumentary. Very good. Denise Richards. 
Very, very, very good. Um, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Kirsten Dunst. Maybe we do an episode. Brittany Murphy. Um, Very good. Maybe we watch that. Um, Okay, let's go into uh, categories then. Let's let's do best single minutes. Mm, What do we do best of it? Best ten minute stretch we can kind of throw out this time. We we threw it out with waiting for government as well because it's so yeah. bitty. I have exactly. one nomination for best ten minute stretch, which is the dinner with Cookie's ex, um, and the the son Zach. Um, of course, the talking him off the ledge, off the, many, off the roof of the shed. How many people have you talked down? I mean, is there a well? They always jump. Uh, I've got news for you. It's a little train. Train. Yeah. They all jump. Uh, but today we had a real <laughs> tough one. There's a guy, he jumps. That doesn't bother me. It happens all the time. But you see, you think the guy, they drop like rocks. They don't. He hit a gargoyle on the way down. This guy gets his head caught in the gargoyle's mouth. The head pops off like a grape. The body continues to spin like a like a, like a a whirling. When they hit, everything pops out. It's like a pinata. The, the intestines, they're spring-loaded. You know, forgive me. I was like, you know what? You know what? I was just remembering that time. With you and me at the lake, the pinata, remember? Oh, was that you? Are you sure that was you? I think you know who it was. What did you think of the running gag of uh, Cookie Flex uh, past? It, oh, there were moments that I thought, okay, this is very dated. Like um, him just like fully coming in and kissing her on the mouth. I was like, queasy, queasy. But the the gag of like, no matter where she goes. There is someone like, yeah. I thought that was very funny. I mean, even book, you know, that handle looks familiar to me. Um, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for it to flesh out, and then I was like, no, that'd be that'll be uh, too obvious. Even at the very, very, very end, recording the the recording the song from Yard Backyard, and uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Cookie Cookie Googleman. Like, does this remind you of anything? I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> Bulge, is that you? <laughs> You've grown. Trust me, I'm growing right now. Um, great stuff. Great stuff. And just the 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 great pain of uh, Eugene Levy's life. Um, A real but... man wouldn't care. <laughs> Well, maybe you know it, it. Maybe it moves away from the insecurity of his. I, I've been a, a Jerry Fleck. Uh, what a weird thing to admit. The um, you know, I've been primed before entering spaces. Um, what's the great like? Yeah, there's a great Mad Men conversation where they like Don's with his new wife Megan, and uh, and Don bumps into somebody and and who they used to have sex with. And he's like, what, what's your problem? We used to work together. And then Megan goes, oh, we can go to a few places where I used to work with people if you want. Um, <laughs> it's really great. Really great stuff. Um, whereas Betty, his first wife, would just go, Don. Um, man, man, what a perfect show. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with the dinner with Cookies X? I've got a few specific moments which we can talk about in a minute. Um Okay, the best single minute. Uh, best single minute here. Okay, the flex. Yeah. Introduction to the flex. I mean, I, you know, Cookie had dozens of boyfriends back then. Hundreds. 
Hundreds, uh, hundreds. I did not know that. And the incredible reveal, you know, it was like I was born with two left feet. And the pan pan down. I thought it was kidding at the time. And yeah, such a simple gag of him wearing two left shoes. I, I, I would bet my life on the fact that that was born out of an improv conversation, and then they went, "Okay, we have to go find him." Go, go find him another left, left shoe. Shoes. I, I, Such a good that, moment for me as well, like forgetting that gag and having it return for the walking later. <laughs> for the walk, I'm like, why can't? Why doesn't he want to do it? Yeah. Um. Paul, Poji Eugene Levy in all of these Christopher Guest movies uh, needs to be deformed strong. Um, (laughs) You are deformed. It's just. Well, I'm just going to mention that the motif of Eugene Levy's characters being cross eyed as well when it cuts to the pic of him at at the prom. I was uh, Casanova in my time and cut it hard cutting to that Casanova picture. The blue tuxedo. Wonderful. Great stuff. Uh, yeah. There is only one cutaway that beats it, and it is in A Mighty Wind, which is our next film, and uh, makes me laugh harder than anything in that movie. Um, which I, I wonder if you'll notice which one it is. Um, meeting the Vanderhoofs, well, they're not the Vanderhoofs because they can't be married, um, uh, but uh, Scott and Stefan, and the title card, Tribeca, New York, which makes me laugh in itself. Um, that they're from Tribeca, New York, and the introduction of how they met, and and uh, I saw Scott, and um, I asked my ex-wife, and I said, "Who's that?" Just a brilliant throwaway line, um, and um, you know, a little bit of life line the loafers, and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh no! How am I going to tell mom?" Um, did you, John Michael Higgins, and the wonderful Michael McKean uh, entering back into the fold from Spinal Tap? Um, I can't deny that Scott and Stefan are probably my favourite of the couples. To say that they were your least favourites. Interesting. Yeah, no, that that checks out, I think. I don't know, I think maybe because we've seen, like, so many similar characters, like, since. Yeah. Um, Like, it was very, like, it felt very... It felt like toned down birdcage. <laughs> well, aren't you thankful that it was toned down? Well, yeah, because I think if they had been like crazily over the top, it would it would have it wouldn't have counted the others as well as it did. Yeah. But I don't know. Oh, I was, I was just speaking from a like... 2022, 2020 <laughs> I'm speaking from 2022 lens. It's 2023. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, and aren't you thankful John Michael Higgins wasn't a screaming queen? Well, they do exist. <laughs> they do exist, you know. Uh, uh, Bill Hader told me, have you ever watched Skeleton Twins? Are we going to deny representation? No. <laughs> no, I, do, I, I know what you mean. Um, there is certainly a line, especially with like straight actors playing gay roles. Um, we don't need to do this. Um, I did it already. <laughs> I did it in my prom review. Oh, James Corden. That is still the worst one. I'm gay as a oh, bucket of wigs. Oh. Absolutely atrocious. 
what did I say in the review? The problem isn't that James Gordon isn't gay. It's that he's a bad actor. And, <laughs> um, and then that's the review that my mum read and said, it's very mean, Tom. What if you end up working with him? I don't think it's good you're writing these reviews. I think you should only write reviews for movies you like. <laughs> oh. You laugh. And yet, 10 years down the line, when you're on the Late Late Show... Not anymore. Is it? Is it done? He's done, yeah. He's left it. <gasps> well, I never. And we're going to... Uh... Turn down his visa ship to enter into back into our country. <laughs> He's going to be a citizen of nowhere <laughs> as penance for his crimes. Edward Snowden and James Gordon. He's going to be crossing the street at an LA intersection and then he'll be like, just once more for old time's sake, bust out into a musical number and then he's going to get hit by a six-wheeler. One can only hope. If I... If I was, was at a stoplight, <laughs> I don't know. If I was at a stoplight and a, and James Gordon dressed as a mouse, thrusting in my face, let's get loud, let's get loud. I can't say on my family's life that I wouldn't stop driving. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love the song Let's Get Loud, but I will not have it ruined by James Gordon. Um, the best single minute, The Cabot Mansion. Um, Leslie and I have a very physical relationship. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. They, uh, we should feature them in our couple's lineup. Yes. Um, <laughs> doesn't say a word. Leslie doesn't say a word. You know, we have so much in common. We both love soup. And um... <laughs> we could talk and not talk forever. Still find things to not talk about. It's brilliant stuff. Uh, the ventriloquism reveal, which kind of doesn't go anywhere, but it's just that lovely little weird detail yeah. that Harlan uh, is practicing to be a ventriloquist. Great stuff. Uh, I love the guy named Malcolm who comes up to Cookie at the party. Uh, you know, the mint julep? You know, I've banged a lot of waitresses. And, uh, you know, you don't you don't forget the best. And, uh, and then Jerry's way out of that. Keep up. <laughs> And Jerry's way out of it. Uh, you know, I've got to go see about the air conditioning. Um, and then Parker Posey's uh, bumblebee interaction. This is a fish. <laughs> and uh, grabbing. Thank you very much. When do you store for something you do not have? And uh, grabbing, as a last resort, the thing that's least like the bumblebee. Yeah. If anything, the fish was the best. Oh yeah, I I'm really kind of happy every time the swans get disqualified. Are they the yeah, villains I mean, of the piece? They were terrible. Although I, I again, this is the the comeback to the thing of me getting genuinely invested in these events. When Beatrice jumped up, I was like, oh, I no. gasped. Oh no. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Let's do, yeah, let's do this. Uh, let's do Tom's Windler's specific favourite part of the film. So, do you remember what the sex position uh, from the initial therapy is called? Oh, God, is it like the congressman or something? It's the, called the Congress of the Cow. Um, did you did stuff. you look that one up? I didn't. Let's look at it up now. Is this a real position? Private. Um, Congress 
of the cow position. Do, 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 okay, do. So... A sex position, yes. The girl is yeah, on I... all fours. The man penetrate. This is according to UrbanDictionary.com. Um, well, anyone can write something on Urban Dictionary. I'm on Google Images and I can only see cows. Oh. I've got here on UrbanDictionary.com a sex position. The girl on all fours, the man penetrates from behind while reaching around, simulating milking the breast. So I don't... Mm, is that what is that what that is called i mean i've uh i've held a woman i've i've um felt a woman's breasts um in this position oh no but they ah no i understand what they mean now i they've never been still on all fours they've, they've been ho ho not hoisted up pulled up this is a lot Sorry, i'm just i'm just grieving my digital footprint right now oh um, <laughs> what if the, I want to be a politician? What if I want to work with James Corden one day? What if I want to work with James Corden? And they're like, you did a podcast with that guy who said that I was a bad actor. <laughs> I was reading his Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris review. And then... I mean, I have also slated James Corden quite openly. Uh, I did a production of the last five years where I changed the lyric um, from This Is Why They Cast Russell Crowe in a musical too. This is why they cast James Corden in a musical. Can you do that copyright wise? No, but <laughs> I think about seven people saw it, so it's okay. Oh, oh, was that the one you did in lockdown? Uh, technically just after lockdown, but it was still yeah. We went digital. Yeah, and I was not one of those seven. The um, <laughs> um, I don't like. Andrew David, what's his name? John Cameron, Michael David. Jason Robert Brown. Jason Robert Brown. <laughs> you just <laughs> giving me three white yeah. male names. Yeah. Mark David Chapman. Um, who was Mark David Chapman? He shot John Lennon. Oh. Who was Lee Harvey Oswald? Shot JFK. Who was John Waltz Booth? Shot Abraham Lincoln. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> They're all alleged, of course. And the last one I'm trying to remember. Where's death? Of? Come on, give me a break. Where is assassination? That's a weird tangent. James Earl Ray, that was it. Uh, the guy who shot MLK. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're not down with the kids. Yes. MLK. MLK. Bloody hell. We were friends. We were friends. MLK Junior. Yeah, he didn't like True. that. It was infantilizing. <laughs> I I really got confused. I ended up at a rally. I thought it was the guy who did the ninety nine theses. <laughs> was it the 99 theses Martin Luther was it 99 oh um <laughs> not Magna Carta no Martin I Luther yeah I know what you're Martin thinking Luther. of Martin Luther was like the 109 theses Martin Luther this is the worst 95 theses 95 <laughs> okay uh 
we've done one specific favorite moment and then took a, a Congress of the Cow tangent that ended up. All right, here's here's mine. Okay, go. Um, the dog mailbox, of course, outside yeah. the um the Fleck House. The matching braces we've had. Um, yeah. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara's fall, just out of nowhere. Put a pin in that. That's coming up later. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Um, Jane Lynch's uh, military salute after uh, getting through the first round. Just wonderful. Yep. Um, and American Bitch in the six months later. Yep. And what does American Bitch focus on? Um, uh, the issues of women. The issues of the lesbian purebred dog owner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. okay, we've got five minutes. Here we go. This is like when I did the Boogie Nights ones. Okay, here we go. Five minutes. Here we go. Uh, the picture of St- uh, Scott as Carmen Miranda spanking a topless masked hunk uh, in reference to, oh, in my wild days. Um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, it was a real chef box. Um, the Cookie's ex's wife being genuinely complimented by the line. Your wife's luscious melon breast. Oh, really? Melon breast. Oh, thank you, Jerry. Oh, thank, you. thank you. That's really, really nice. Um, uh, are you doing it on credit card? Talk to daddy. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm German Irish. Oh, like Robert Duval and the Godfather. <laughs> um, the two TV hosts getting ready for the interview and the, the guy going, energy. And then popping on. Uh, this is my euphemism, Scar. Um, Hammering a, a hotel wall to put up that sheet, <laughs> such a small, subtle thing. I mean, quite literally <laughs> hammering in the middle of the night. The worst thing you could ever do. <laughs> hammering a wall. Oh, um, off of that, them hanging up the the ribbons from the previous wins on the wall. It's very good. Um, if you're a dog or a friend of a dog, um. I gave her this Sophia Loren Persian eye. I look freakish, so I took it off. Um, an old joke, but a good one nonetheless. Um, it's terrible to think in some countries dogs like this are Eden. Um, How do they make the miniature? <laughs> it's tr- you're stepping all over my favourite line. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Sherry-Anne finally kissing Christy. Uh, oh, Rhapsody has two months. Um, uh, Jane Lynch. White. Jane Lynch, when... Um, they decide to make Eugene Levy do the walk. Oh no, what are you going to do? Oh no. Oh no, what are you going to do? Uh, Scott's facial expressions when he's presenting the dog. <laughs> uh, the proctologist, uh, <laughs> when, when Buck says this, when he goes, uh, I said to my proctologist, I said, uh, take me to a dinner and a movie first. And he goes, yes, yes, I remember you said that last year. Um, <laughs> that is... Us with any joke that you make. No, that is untrue. Yeah, you said that last episode. It's true. Um, lovely, not a funny one, but really lovely. Christopher Guest's Harlem Pepper's face when the, when he loses. Just that sort of soft, really oh. nice, really nice. Um, the cassette, the captain and cookie, beg for it. Um, beg for it. The ancient art of ventriloquism with the hieroglyphs, <laughs> the hieroglyph holding a little hieroglyph. 
and uh, oh, and I then the, even that. yeah, and then the Gone with the Wind photo shoot. Uh, excellent stuff. Do you have any other weirdly specific favorite parts of the film? Um, I think, I think that was that was all of them. That's all right. Uh, before we uh end our first break, what else have we got? Yeah, let's do this tagline rundown. Some pets deserve a little more respect than others. Just needlessly divisive. There was not that much conflict, I thought, between the couples. No, Jane Lynch has a little bit, but it is it is quite nice that they're not awful to each other. Yeah. I, I, one of my favourite single minutes, not that I said it was a favourite single minute, bad podcasting, is um, them at the party that first night and the flex talking with Scott and Stefan and just having a nice time. You know, there's not this yeah. whole thing of, oh my God, what if they win? Or any, you know, something like that. Uh, we're going to take our uh, second break and then we'll be back to talk about uh, Soundtrack Corner, Best Lines, uh, Best Specific Halloween Costume, which so which today has five nominations and uh, a few fun facts and Tom's big question. Uh, we'll be back shortly. Back to Best in Show. Building our set. Philadelphia, Ian. Oh, incredible. Love Philly. Where did you go in America? Um, I went to Kentucky. I have technically been to Philadelphia. Um, lovely airport. <laughs> Why do you mean technically? Oh, because of the red eye to Florida. My my connecting flight, yeah. Um, yeah. And back, actually. I got I went back from Lexington to Philly and then to Heathrow. Ah, there you go. So you've you've flown over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um opinions of Philly. Me, yeah, yeah, love it. What a place! What a place! Great place. This needed more Philly, and I wanted to see more places. Um, take I've me back. I rebrand school. <laughs> I wanted to be back there. Um, <clears throat> it's great. It's a great place. Um, best specific Halloween costume: Sherry Ann's outdoor puffer jacket with that awful head like furry thing that's not big enough i know it's called a hood um that one no, they're, they're all the rage <laughs> are they yeah ariana grande's wearing it um uh stefan's uh, sorry scott's hotel checking outfit huge le leopard print uh coat um sherry ann's red party outfit with the tiara and the awkward like necklace beads um buck laughlin's yeah. tuxedo with the red and the curly hair and then obviously the answer is uh scott's matador final costume where i'm from if you wear an outfit like that you better be a hotel doorman um i love like, you... the, like the corset detailing incredible um is i mean the... as we've oh, seen as we've seen from ariana and elizabeth you can make any of the the of their looks iconic. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know if you want if if you did actually look at the YouTube video. Um, they impersonate the flex at the beginning, and the couple that they go to visit. They do full costume for them, and uh, of course Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge, which I think is the most like 
iconic. We become famous people and we get approached by Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. and to do a Halloween dress up. What do we choose? Marriage story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> come on, come on now. I it got is the hair. The, it's, it's, you have got the hair now. Can you do the dance? The dance? Well, not right now. I'm in my um, Grandma Josephine era. Um, oh, Grandma Josephine. I, I do dance like that, though, and that I, yeah. that made me feel very attacked. Grandma Josephine, that would be a great outfit. Her first, her first, rise and shine, when she's got the sunglasses and the old, oh, no, I'm thinking of when, don't say anything, Charlie Bird. Uh, when she's got the sunglasses and the blue jumpsuit and in the middle of the <laughs> bathroom when she's running the shower. Oh, Wait, Charlie... is her name actually Grandma Josephine? No, you're thinking of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yes, I that's thought what that... I was going for. Because <laughs> thought... I'm laid down in bed. I thought you'd remember Julie Haggerty's name <laughs> and I was being a bad marriage story fan. No. Oh, what I feel better name? now. I'm good. I'm already on it, don't worry. Um, three-time Academy Award winner, sucking my... Um, she... Julie Haggerty. Julie Haggerty. Sandra. Hmm. Don't know about that. No, I don't... I don't agree. <laughs> Sandy. Do they call her Sandy? No, they call her... Charlie Bird, uh, Grandma. <laughs> Mima. Mima, yeah. Mima. I have my own relationship with. Oh, let's do Mary's story again. The yeah, greatest com- please. The greatest comedy of the twenty first century. Um, do you do you know that you're still the only person who holds this opinion with me? That it's the greatest I, comedy. I don't think people have actually seen Mary's story. This, I, they don't no, watch I've, it closely enough. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's really sad. Oh, marriage falling yeah. apart. Come on. It's, it's in my top ten of all time now. Oh, it's an inc- it's, it's, it's an astounding piece of work. Um, is Barbie going to be good? We already know. We already know. It does oh, have God. one of my, like, four horsemen of the apocalypse for if a movie's going to be good or not in the... Um, it's got Kate McKinnon in it. Yes. I mean, it's got everyone in it. No, no, no. That was a bad horseman. Oh, a bad horseman. Yeah. Don't like, not a big Kate McKinnon fan. Oh, come on. Love no. Kate McKinnon. Yesterday. It's your problem with yesterday. Yesterday's That's awful. Actually... Do you like yesterday? No, I've seen it once. Oh, thank um, God. I don't not have, enough yeah. times to have really an opinion on it. Let's not get into that. Best in show. Um, let's do best line. This is always a big hitter. Um, Should we go back and forth? Yeah, let's go back and forth. And uh, that really worked for my family uh, until my mum committed suicide in 1981. Mm-hmm. We're going to see the Liberty Bell and the place where they make the cream cheese. <laughs> Um, you've already packed six kimonos. We're in Philadelphia for 48 hours. How many tea services can you do? Well, uh, 48 hours. Well, then I need a few more. <laughs> I need another. <laughs> I need seven. It's okay. I do this for a living. I'll gouge, gouge your eye out with my thumb, you little freak. Yeah. 
<laughs> turned to jelly. Um, I went to one of those obedience places once. It was going well until they spilled hot candle wax on my private parts. Uh, I remember telling my proctologist, hey, why don't you take me out to dinner and movie sometime? Uh, oh, sorry. Um, well, you must be very proud, Mary. Oh, oh my shit, goodness. My Who are you all of a sudden? Good Who baby boomer. Who are you all of a sudden? <laughs> I love, you know what I really enjoy? Good baby boomer gag. Um, <laughs> Who is that in the burgundy jacket, Mr. Hip? Um, excuse me if this subject is a little bit uh, off topic. But guess how much I can bench press? <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um, she looks like a cocktail waitress on an oil rig, and uh, that is the the one and only time I've done it on a roller coaster. Um, what else we got? Let's do um, uh, soundtrack corner. God loves a terrier, yes he does. God loves a terrier. Terrier. <laughs> It's derrier. Uh, God doesn't miss a stitch, be it dog or be it bitch. When God created the Norwich Terrier with his cute little derrier, yes, God loves a terrier. Do you prefer that or do you prefer backyard, front yard, in the park? Play with it till it gets dark. Take it home after a while, then chew it up terrier style. Bow wow, delish. Chew it up. Um, I think God loves a terrier. It's got more soul. It's got more heart. Everyone at the party is like at least pretending to have a great time. That's the 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 like anti-hero of um of Beg for It by Captain and Cookie. Whereas um uh <laughs> Backyard Front Yard is really more the um uh uh I know him so well. What's it called? Don't tell me. For good. No. What's it called? Um, speak now. No. This is a really good joke, Rian. Um, I think you need to take a sabbatical. From all too well. <laughs> all too well. You shouldn't Taylor's, know these things. <laughs> but only Taylor's version. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I don't actually. Not Taylor's version. All too well, YouTube Taylor's version, MP3 download. So it has the scene in the middle. You let go of my hand. I didn't, I didn't let go of you. You're crazy. All these people. All these people. Who's the actress who she cried to in a toilet? I want to know. Oh, there's debate about this. Is it like Kirsten Dunst? And also, can Someone I just say... definitely theorised it. Who is the... And also, can I just say for the record... He doesn't have your scarf. He just doesn't have your scarf. Can we just say for the record, Jake Gyllenhaal does not... And also, let's stop throwing Maggie Gyllenhaal into this. You know, um, oh, at your sister's house. Maggie Gyllenhaal didn't do anything. She invited you. She invited you to your house. And she doesn't have like your goddamn scarf. I feel like this is the second scarf. episode where, where you've said the words, he did not keep the scarf. Um, if you'd like to know, the series, uh, the prevailing opinion is that Anne Hathaway is the mysterious actress in the bathroom. Oh, Love and Other Drugs era. Is that when they were together? Um, duh, 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 duh. 
You told me you were auditioning for Catwoman. I said that's big shoes to fill. Michelle Pfeiffer was great. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> uh, you told me. Keychain on the ground. <laughs> you said... oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston is also another. Okay. You said to me, hmm, okay. You said to me, uh, uh, you wanted to be in more comedies and you weren't horrible bosses. And I said, horrible bosses too wasn't as funny. And I said, where the Millers is great. And I said, I really like Jason Sudeikis. And I said, um, I really hope Jason and Olivia are in a good place. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I want all too well Thomas's version that's actually wow. 15 minutes long. I, I think it's on the way. <laughs> I think it's ready. Um, uh, other notes. Uh, you're not a Twin Peaks person, but Judge Everett Bainbridge is played by Donis Davies, who plays a major role in Twin Peaks as Major Briggs. And it's just very weird seeing him show up and do nothing. <laughs> um, um excuse me he didn't do nothing he had the most important role this is true this is true deciding the winner this is true um what's the change better fall for cookie what the fuck that fall <laughs> no, doesn't make no, any sense it was no. perfect it was it, perfect no it annoys it me to this day it was bad and she makes note of that she's like did i just trip over nothing <laughs> but doesn't it take you out of the realism no, it's just it. I I I couldn't change it if I wanted to. <laughs> That's all. That's all things. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, yeah, because the film has already been made. Been made. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting take. Um, a few That's fun a facts we should put in somewhere in our improv comedy. Uh, oh. Literally. Rian, I re-listened to an episode. I can't remember which episode it was, but it literally has the, um, it's the origin of um, I was the gopher on the set of Caddyshack. And, and I literally write it down. He's going to write that down. He's going to write that down. Um, I'll let you know now you're frozen again. And this is an incredibly weird experience. Um, oh, I knocked my headphones. Um, here are a few fun facts. Fred Willard was specifically instructed by Christopher Guest to not do any research on dogs. Uh, Jim Piddick, <laughs> on the other hand, had to do a lot of dog research so that his character would appear knowledgeable. As a result, Guest says that some viewers are surprised to learn that Paddock, Piddick, is not a real dog. Cho Judge. He's not a real dog. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I thought he was. Yeah. Um, all of that stuff was shot in one day. Uh, I have three facts here about Fred Willard and no, no other facts. Um, all of that was shot in one day because of a film uh, that Piddock was already involved with. Um, Fred Willard's character of Buck Laughlin was based on baseball legend Joe, Garagli Joe Garagayalo. That's not right. Uh, who had co-hosted the Westminster Kennel Dog Show in years past to uh, similar effect. Um, uh, no actual dog uh, show would allow them to film on site, so the filmmakers had to weird laboured pause you do oh, after no. dog. No other dog show. I don't know what it is. Um, it's not working. 
it's also not intentional. So the filmmakers had to create their own dog show. Uh, one of the working titles for the film was Dog Land. Um, it's intentional now, and it's not funny. Key to improvisational comedy. If it's intentional, it's not funny. No, that's not right. Um, Rule of improv comedy, just get things wrong. Yeah, say no. This say could no be a funny, everything. This could be a funny part. What are the rules? Never well, abandon every choice. Yeah, everybody says yes and, but um, that sometimes uh, people aren't funny. So I will just stop the improv and say no. That's not funny, uh, Michael. And we start again. <laughs> yeah. So this, is gonna, this is going to be good. I, um, you know what I think it's going to be? Well, I mean, the viewers at home, you're getting like the the real insight into our crazy yeah. minds. You know what I know it's going to be? It's going to be you and me improving a full show and then scripting it and giving it to a team of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a verbatim play that they have to do beat for beat. Otherwise, I do, it's wrong. I do sometimes worry um, about, you know, people uh, not being funny. It's <laughs> my one fear in life. Uh, Tom's big question. How does best in show work? Like, I understand best in group, but how can you judge these five, seven dogs against each other when they're completely different dogs? Well, the, the thing that <laughs> I, I well, I, I'm not big in the in the dog show community. I've not I've never seen that crafts and things. But I presume they're they, they actually give the dogs things to do rather than just prance in a circle and stand on a podium. Like usually they look at like their coat and like how well kept they are and then like yeah. I thought they did like a little obstacle course or something. I think you do at some shows. I, I don't feel know. like there's, def there's definitely more to it than what the film had us believe. <laughs> um, maybe they maybe they, they put it have out. to take more than a day to do it. No, I do think it is just a day, isn't it? No, I mean to shoot it. Oh, Westminster. All these like extra activities and and contests. Ooh, it's according the hot dog eating portion, of course. It's not stand by me. The, <laughs> uh, the Westminster Dog Show is currently held in New York City's Arthur Ashe Stadium. Well, that's stupid. It's called. Why isn't it in Westminster? Um. Uh, no, they don't really have much. Um. I thought there'd be funny things to talk about, but there isn't really. It's just a dog show um who's your favorite judge because mine is your number one two three um that guy yeah i like the one who's like aggressive with the pointing yeah great guy um and the only other tom's big question is very simply was winky really the best in show the this is difficult so i'm gonna go shit so i got in it by the end again it's like how am I meant to judge them? I didn't see them do anything. <laughs> I'm just going off appearances, which feels unfair. But even then, Winky would not be my top choice. Yeah. I would go, I would have gone the Shih Tzu. I would have, I think it's, it, it looks the cutest. Although I do love a terrier. <laughs> With its pretty terrier. <laughs> I do, I do think 
they needed Winky needed to win because they were the purest of heart. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, they overcame adversity. Like it just it just made sense. Um, but the other dogs were, I don't know, more polished looking. But then am I am I being like breedist <laughs> in saying that? Um, no, you can. No, I no. That's the whole point. Well, I get maybe maybe we need to maybe we need to dismantle the whole industry. Yeah. Yeah. Build it from the ground up. You're goddamn right. <laughs> um. Any anything else to say, um, about best in show? Um. I mean, a very strong guest pick. Once again, I'm excited to round off our time with Mighty Wind. Um, it it has a real, it has a sad love story in it. So it it it's, uh, it, it, it obviously um, what was the bingo you once wrote? Um, and you missed off the biggest bingo of all Tom things, which is that every uh, script and film or whatever has to have a sad lonely oh, man in sure. it. Yeah, I didn't actually finish that bingo card. But that would that would be on it. I should the next time I give you a script, I'll tell you the gist of it, and then you get to write down five things beforehand. Sure. Like I think if I told you before the pageant play, oh, it's it's seven uh, women in a in the seventies making a pageant, blah blah blah, you could have probably written down. Mm, one of them wants <coughs> to be Elaine Stretch. Yeah. One of them like has a drinking problem. Um, one of them has a gay son. I think all the three of those are like the same person. No, gay gay son was different from. Uh, Elaine Stritch is kind of L Lana. Just think um, when when the pageant play is on the West End, at the Duke of York Theatre. And has been transferred just like two twenty two, over and over, over and over and over. It, again. We're not actually dating ourselves because two twenty two is going to be on forever. <laughs> With they're just going to circle out every member of Girls Aloud. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that tweet that was like Maria Dolmio is in two twenty two? Two twenty two. Did you have you watched it? No, I haven't. Patently average. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Flagrantly average. Flagrantly. Maybe it'll be the new mousetrap. Maybe. Maybe we should put Cheryl Cole in the mousetrap. What would happen if Cheryl Cole just said, I'm going to do the mousetrap for a year? And we'd let her. She can do whatever she wants. She's earned it. Cheryl Fernandez Vecini. <laughs> that was great. Can you Thank say, you. it's time to face the music? It's time to face the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time oh. to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. The, yeah, you had the right sentiment. <laughs> Cheryl for now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Cheryl. Can you sign off in that voice as well? William Holmes. Um, God. 
I grow weary, Rian. I grow weary. <laughs> I don't even know of what. Uh, best in show. Best in show. You were smiling at least when you froze. Oh, good. Yeah. Best in show. Uh, a mighty wind is left. Uh, what's our next mini project? You are going to have to bow down for Michael Douglas month, Rian. When are you going to admit? When are you going <laughs> I'm to... to have to bow down for Michael Douglas <laughs> month? It's going to be a great time, a celebration of uh, the pulsing sexuality of my movies. Um, what if we do Ant Man, and but we rewatch Ant Man um, as if it's he is Detective Nick Curran of Basic Instinct, just now become a scientist. Wouldn't that be scat? Fun for all the ages. Scat, scat, scat him. Uh, fucking hell. get get people in good movies again. Ah, Rian. They're not all winners. No, name a good Marvel movie since I don't even know. Let's not open that can of worms. Ugh, I know. Coming soon. Will turn on Coming you. soon to the cinematic universe. The worm can. Wormomania. <laughs> oh my god. Oh worm my holes. Come on. Worm oh, right it's right there. It's right there. Yeah, it's gonna be like, oh my god. In another you know what we need? Another Spider-Man multiverse bullshit. I I it's so annoying and it's just lazy and it's really quite annoying. Glad we uh, we spend our time on this podcast looking at the only franchises that matter. Christopher the, Guest, the Christopher Guest movie. You know what was really great, and I loved. I there, God, it's me, Margaret. Beautiful movie. Gave it ten oh, out of ten. Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom. Have you watched it? No. It's great. Ten out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. Great movie. Um, I nearly knocked over a vase. Uh, it's time to conclude. Uh, best in show. Are you there? Are you there, God? <laughs> Rian, can you hear me? Dee, 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 dee. That was, oh, oh by that... the way. Oh, go on. I thought that was you ending it. Oh. I didn't want to cut in. No, let's both sing Yentl. You ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Papa, can you Papa, hear can me? You hear me? <laughs> oh, Yentl. Oh, Yentl.